Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know before you listen to this episode of the podcast that it was recorded a couple of weeks back prior to the announcement and collapse of the European Super League and all the drama that has unfolded since then. So if you're wondering why this topic isn't covered in this episode, that's the reason why. We will have future episodes coming out which get our thoughts on these particular issues, so stay tuned for that and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Emphatic Fanatics. Hi guys and welcome back to the Emphatic Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton and we're back again, back with episode 28 of the podcast and we're talking about a major European super team, um, one from Germany and that is Borussia Dortmund and I've got my usuals back with me, I've got Theo, how are you doing man? Yeah, yeah, good man, good man. Good. good uh, looking forward to this one as always. Yeah, we'll we'll be able to. You'll be able to have digs um, at both me and Ronan because we kind of like this team. Um, so you'll give us the the more kind of non biased um, outlook on on this t- on today's pod. Um, Ronan, how's how's yourself, man? As well. Yeah, looking forward to this one as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Dortmund are quite a big talking point now with the yeah. players that might lose and players they might have to bring in, and their youngsters are brilliant. And uh, yeah. for me. Just for Theo, one of my suggestions is going to be Anthony Martial after last week's podcast. Oh no, I don't <laughs> even hear you say that, man. Oh no, not even a chance. Get out. <laughs> um, no, but we'll, we'll definitely have to go through the team because, yeah, they, they really need an overhaul in my opinion. So um, it's going to be quite an interesting talking point and who we go for. Um, so me and Ronan are going to both offer suggestions as the kind of fans and we're going to ask Theo's opinion and he's going to give us a choice of out of our players um, who we go for. So there's a number of players we've gone for, so we'll, we'll, we'll just crack on. Um, but first of all, we, we may as well talk about um, their Champions League performance the last week against Man City. Um, I thought it was a quite a good performance, guys, from Dortmund's point of view. Um, Theo, I'll go, I'll go to yourself first. What, what did you make of the game then? A hundred times better than I expected. Um, I thought they really did themselves proud, Dortmund. You, you know, they are coming up against a team who have barely lost this season, um, who've looked invincible at stages in Man City and a lot of people's favourites. But I thought they gave a really good account of themselves, in particular, you know, with the the the, the youngsters they had on show, Bellingham, 17, um, that um, Canal. Canal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 17 as well. So they did really well. Um, they'll be a bit gutted about the way they conceded that um last goal mm-hmm. um but but yeah they've they've definitely given themselves a chance which i was reading before that a lot of reports inside the dortmund camp where they felt they could get hammered so mm-hmm. they did they did really well they did really well yeah and that was Kanau's first game i think for dortmund so it wasn't he's not even played i don't think in the bundesliga i, I, I don't think um so yeah for, for <laughs> your for your debut match um in the champions league quarterfinals yeah that's that's some going so yeah he did he did a decent job um um, at, at, at such a young age. And, and talking about Bellingham, I'll, I'll go to Ronan. Um, Bellingham, he's, he's really making a, a name for himself at, at Dortmund um, in shouts with going for the England squad to the Euros. Um, Theo's got obviously a huge um, liking to Bellingham, obviously coming through the Birmingham Academy. But for you yourself, Ronan, like, do you think now he has to be in the, that three in midfield almost week in and week out for Dortmund? He's definitely made an impact um, in the squad 
Um, he's, he's he's not done much wrong to not be starting, in my opinion. Um, especially, like, I, I think um, Dortmund kind of need to look at their midfield, and I'm sure we'll be going into that. Mm. But because uh, I don't think the midfield is the strongest, but I definitely think that Jude Bellingham is he's he's going to be, he's destined to be brilliant, isn't he? But mm. um, and he's already showing it at, at the age of eighteen, mm. so. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously such a young age and it is a lot for him to take on. Um, but yeah, he, I think he's ready. I think he's ready to just uh, really make an impact um, at, at Dortmund. And I think it's he's got a real future in the game. Um, I'm quite excited to see what he can do. Um, and I also think that, I don't know what you think, Ronan, like, obviously like, I think if he has the support in there, he has the freedom to both go forward and back. I think he's quite a box-to-box midfielder, not really a defensive type. What 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 do you make of him? Do you think he's more that box-to-box number eight? I think he's quite. A, he's a good. Uh, he's a hard worker, but he's quite. Uh, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. He's not the most defensive, but he's he's got a good pass. So he's like a sort of deep line playmaker, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, likes to likes to pass the ball and get involved in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he, likes to try and control the game mm-hmm. yeah and I think as well the one of the main talking points and, and we'll go on to him later on is Erlen Brout Haaland and obviously his links with Man City obviously his dad used to play for Man City and he has got them links in the summer uh, of making a move there and people were saying it's a try before you buy and I, I, I got quite annoyed about that because I think it's a bit cheeky for for the but it's the English media uh, it's the English media that's always going to do that but I think Haaland he didn't have the best game but um, do you, what did you make of his performance against City? Obviously, having to make that kind of statement, really, it was, it was really a statement for him. Quiet, wasn't he? Mm. Um, there wasn't much for him to do, but I mean, he'll have his chance again, um, well, tomorrow. Obviously, mm. the game will yeah. pass by the time this podcast has come out, but he's got his chance against City in the second leg. Mm-hmm. But I mean, whether he plays well or not uh, tomorrow, or whether he played well in that tie, there's no question that he's shown on stage what he's capable of. He's going to be, in my opinion, I mean, you've got, there's always this argument between Holland and Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> for me, like, I have nothing against Mbappe and I think he's a fantastic player, but I'm on team Holland rather mm. than Mbappe. But I, I, not to say that I don't like Mbappe, I think he's a phenomenal player. But mm-hmm. out of the two of them, I prefer Holland. Yeah, Erlen Burt Holland, I think he's got a real, he has got a real future in the game, but uh, his attitude has come into question. And Theo, what do you make of that? Is uh, Erlen Burt Holland's attitude recently? Do you think, uh, obviously, there's links with his um, representatives, Raiola, obviously, is his, is his agent, and his dad as well are going around the super clubs in, in Europe and, and touting him here, there, and everywhere. What do you make of that? Do you think that's a bit disrespectful to Dortmund? Or, and what's your opinion of that? It's a tough one. It's a tough one to comment on. I mean, the guy is a superstar. And it's clear that he believes in himself and, you know, he's got the desire to make it, make it to the top. Whether it's disrespectful, it probably is a little bit. Um, but in, on the other hand, you can't blame him for doing it. I mean, he's been thrown about. He's growing up now in a world that is telling him that he is going to be the best striker in the world yeah. one of the best players ever and when you grow up when you when you not grow up but when you are living with that atmosphere mm-hmm. it's hard not to rub off on you yeah. um really mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I think it's one of those things where it is going to have an impact on your career um and I, I i understand it to a degree but i think 
there's there's a level to it. I don't know, maybe Dortmund, obviously they didn't complain that that was the case, but um, I think it, at this stage, especially being still in the Champions League, um, to go around Super Clubs is maybe uh, not the best look, in my opinion. It, it reminds me of almost of Goetze um, in 2013 when, when he went to Bayern Munich, it was before the Champions League final, and that can have an impact on the team's performance. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it was maybe maybe a bit wrong of, of his representatives. Ronan, what's your take on it? Yeah, I think as well also, um, when people are saying that he's uh, questioning his attitude and they don't know how he looks at things, mm-hmm. um, I don't think in the, sli- uh, in the slightest, it doesn't help him in the slightest that his agent is Mino Riola. Mm-hmm. I think that doesn't help at all. Riola's, all he's interested in is money, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the mess about that is, that's happened with Paul Pogba. Mm-hmm. That's just one example. So, and he comes out and he says things that might not be true. He says things to rile up either the club that mm-hmm. his client is at or the other club and mm-hmm. get their hopes up. He just he just loves to mess about and he does it all publicly as well. I mean, you've seen how public he was about saying, we're going to Barcelona and Madrid today and we're going to England uh, tomorrow to speak to the two Manchester clubs in Liverpool and Chelsea. So he, he puts everything out public and I think to an extent people might question uh, Holland for that, mm-hmm. but part of me thinks that it's Riola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely... Riola's known for, for being that type of type of agent. Um, yeah, rails up clubs. And, and I think Dortmund to a degree, I think Dortmund will accept it at the moment because... I think they know that they're going to lose him next summer. So I think it's less so. Maybe they've made a a, a more appeal um, of it and, and and been a bit disgusted by it. But I think if it was any other player, if he didn't have that buyout clause next summer, um, I think that they would have been on to, on to Viola and, and complaining about it. But I think hopefully they can get... I think he'll go this summer. Um, I think a club will stump up their cash because I think there'll be such a... Um, a number of clubs wanting him the summer after for his buyout clause that I think a, a super club will, if they really want him, they will pay the money. Theo, do you think that will be the case? Do you think he will leave this summer, uh, Erlen Holland? I think, I think yes, because it works for all parties, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he wants to leave, especially if Dortmund don't get Champions League. Um, and I think he's a player who's just, he's outgrown the Bundesliga at the moment. Um, he wants to be at the best of the best. And, and um, I think as a fan's perspective, you don't want to see him in the Bundesliga. You want to see him um, at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Anyway, we'll, 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 I'll get your guys' opinion. Do you think Dortmund then can come back with the next leg? To, obviously, we're recording this on the 13th um, of April. Um, so tomorrow on the 14th, it'll be the, re, the, the replay, the game at the Westfalen Stadion. Um, Theo, do you think they can maybe come back Dortmund? Obviously 2-1 down. Um, but they got that away goal. What's your take on it? No chance whatsoever. Um, they did very well to to do what they do. Um, but Dortmund are, in my opinion, I think they're a bit better away from home sometimes. Uh, I think I don't think they're very... Um, I think they did really well to get where they are. Yeah. It's just Man City. I know they've got a history, but um, I, I think that last goal for City was a bit of a kicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think... Dortmund as well, without the the fans there, they they rely on the yellow wall to to give them to 
give them that bit extra, that 12th man almost. Um, so they, they will lack that. But obviously all teams lack that. That's the thing as well. So we can't really say that that's the reason. But yeah, I, I, I do fear about tomorrow, but obviously I'm going to watch the game. Um, I'm going to hope that they can do something special. And you never know. Dortmund, they've had past history, obviously, um, of, of overcoming um, the big teams. So you never know. They can they, they might just show in their day. Um, Holland might actually just put them out. You never know. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next section. I'll, I'll get your opinions on this, guys. Obviously, Dortmund sacked uh, Lucien Favre um, this season. It was, I don't know what time, I think it was December they sacked him. Um, he left the job. They brought in Erzin, uh, or, or I don't know his name, Eden Terzic, I think. Is it? I think it's Eden Terzic. I think that's his name. Um, so they brought him in uh, as the temporary temporary coach, the caretaker manager. Um, and they've gone and got Marco Rosa out of Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, for next season. Um, Ronan, as a fan, do you think that's a good appointment from Dortmund? And if so, do you think they should have really brought him in earlier? Um... I do. I think it's a great appointment. Uh, I think Marco Rosa's a great manager. Look what he's done with Gladbach. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's taken them to heights that they, prob- that they probably thought they couldn't have taken them recently with the squad that he had as well. So, yeah, I think it's a good appointment. <clears throat> the Gladbach are almost a similar team to Dortmund as well. Mm. Um, they like to use they like to use our youngsters, like to use homegrown players. So, yeah, I think it's a good appointment. Um, in terms of bringing them in earlier, possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Favre's had a nightmare end, but at the same time, he had a good three and a half years at the club. So mm. you think you would be you would give them that time, you would be mm-hmm. patient with them, but obviously. It didn't end great, and obviously he was. He then left his role, which I think was the right thing to do. But um, yeah, I think next season will be quite interesting mm-hmm. uh, with the appointment of Marco Rosa. Yeah, I can see a lot of changes um, happening, and we'll go into the squad in a bit. Um, Theo, do you think it was wrong for Dortmund, the board, to not bring in him in, in sooner and pay that wee bit extra to Gladbach to get him in for? the end of this season to try and get into the Champions League because we're seeing that Dortmund they don't look like they're going to get into Champions League they're about nine points behind Eintracht Frankfurt um, in fourth so what's your opinion on that? I mean it was a difficult situation I think compensation wise Dortmund are are going to save themselves a a bit of money as well Mm -hmm. I think the thing for me that if they brought uh, Rosa in it would be Mm -hmm. almost like a short term fix to a long term problem uh, I think what it's best doing is getting through the season like they're getting through and then going in the summer, ripping out the squad. Um, because sometimes what happens is, you know, you could have some scary seasons where you flirt with with the bottom half um, mm-hmm. if it all goes wrong. Yeah. Um, so I think they've done the right decision. Favre should have been sacked in, in last season towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think he was a, he was a, a very poor manager um, and that I think he was a joke, uh, to be honest. But um, I, I like the I like the new that Michael Rose. Whether he is right for Dortmund, I don't know. Yeah, Gladbach he did well there, but Dortmund are a bit are a, a different kettle of fish to Gladbach. Mm-hmm. You know, Gladbach are happy with top four. Dortmund want to be challenging at the top. So yeah. I think it will be an interesting season. Um, it always is with Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be quite interesting when he gets through the door. Um, and uh, as you said, he needs to rip up this team. And yeah, I think it's going to be 
quite a few players coming in the summer and quite a few leaving, in my opinion. I think it's going to have to be that. And I think they've got the money to do so. People are saying that, I, I remember listening to podcasts saying they're, they're fearful for Dortmund, that they've not got the, the money to do so, that they, obviously they rely on the stadium, which I, I the, the fans, I should say, um, bringing in the cash. And I do agree with that. But when I was looking at their transfers over the last five years, um, and I thought I'll, I'll give it five years because or five seasons because that's quite that's quite a good range of time. Um, so the transfers going out, they've spent three hundred and sixty-eight million over the last three uh, over the last five seasons, um, but they've accrued in um, almost two hundred million more profit um, in terms of in terms of money coming in because they've uh, sold five hundred and sixty-seven million pounds worth of assets. Um, obviously, we, that includes likes of. Uh, Usman Dembele being quite a huge part of that um, and a, a number of other players that they sold on um, for, for more money. So they have actually got a wee bit more money to play with. I think a lot of the, obviously the Dembele money might, might have been split over a few seasons. So they might have a wee bit more money to play with. And if they sell the likes of Holland for quite a, a chunky bit of money and Jaden Sancho as well. Um, do, I'll ask your opinions on this, guys. Do you think Jaden Sancho will be out the summer as well? Do you think he'll be another one as along with Holland as well? Um, Ronan, do you think that's going to be the case? I think there's more chance of Sancho going than Holland, in my opinion. Um, you're right that if you, there's a good chance Holland will go, but you're going to have to pay big bucks. You're talking that yeah. 150 million. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think there's, I think uh, Dortmund were ex- more expecting to lose Sancho this season and maybe Holland next season. But I can see both of them going. But yes, I, I think personally Sancho yeah. will go at the end of the season. Would you be happy in selling them both if if you got the right money for for Holland? Say say it was one hundred and twenty because I think one hundred and fifty is maybe pushing the boat out a wee bit, but one hundred and twenty is probably a more likely sum. Would you be willing to? In a realistic world, you'd love to keep them both. It's not going to happen. No, they're no. both going to go. One either one's going to go this season, or both of them are going to go. Yeah, if you get the right money. You're making a, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking, I mean, you're talking nearly three hundred million, just under mm-hmm. that for the two of them. Yeah. But um, it's just that it's whether you can replace these guys. That's yeah. that's the thing. Of course, yeah. Um, but I mean, in my opinion, I mean, I don't know if you want to want me to wait and give my opinion about Dortmund and how I feel about the club in general till later on. Yeah. Up to yourself or if no, you no, 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 no. If you, if you, yeah, go ahead. If if it's about the club, obviously, don't go into players, etc. We'll no, do that in a bit. But being being quite a fan of Borussia Dortmund, I feel that they need to get past this this uh, sort of stage they're at where where they're a selling club. Mm-hmm. That they've been a selling club for years. I mean, years ago it was it was Goetze and Lewandowski. Mm-hmm. They they left uh, Gundogan as well, mm-hmm. and you had. Like or well, even in Bamiang, and yeah. then now you've got another load of youngsters coming through. So, I would love Dortmund to get past that stage where they can get to the stage where they can hold on to their players and challenge and be at the top. Yeah. The way, almost the way, uh, I know I'm comparing them to a, another team that I like, but almost the way Liverpool have done it. Liverpool were a selling club, but mm-hmm. they managed to uh, get a reputation, and they would manage to hold on to their players, and now they're one of the biggest contenders in Europe mm-hmm. so I would love to see Dortmund make that jump too rather than just constantly like having a, an outstanding season or an outstanding couple of seasons and then losing all the players and then having to start again yeah yeah definitely no I, I definitely agree with with that I would, I would love to see them compete again um I think it's it is possible because I I think when you look at it, it's that it would be possible if they can 
bringing younger players to start to build with around that, build the squad. Um, and as you said, Liverpool have done it, so why can't Dortmund maybe maybe do the same? Theo, uh, what's your take on Roman's com- uh, Ronan's comments there um, on on Dortmund as a whole? Do you think that they can start to not become a, a selling club as such? Well, I, I, think, I think so, judging by what Jurgen Klopp did. Um, you know, a, a, a couple of years ago, I know it wasn't a couple, but he produ- he turned Dortmund into a team that can still win, and they've certainly got the resources, they've got the fans, they've got the players, they've got the academy, mm-hmm. and they can become a winning club. But unfortunately, um, to become a winning club, you need to have a manager who wants to win. And I know it sounds stupid because you know all managers want to win; it's their job. But you want to have one who is devoted to the cause, devoted to the model and, you know, the, the players want to play for them and don't don't stop playing for them. And that's been the Dortmund's problem. I think they've had so much change over the past couple of years that it's been hard for the players to stick to the process. Mm-hmm. So what they need is, as we, we've been talking about, if they redo the process, rip it up, start again, take the good that they've got at the moment, get rid of the bad, then they've got every chance because they're a big team, Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely are. And I think I like the sign, uh, the the manager in Rosa. I think he is a young manager as well. He's 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 not inexperienced, but obviously at that time at Salzburg, at Gladbach, and is now coming to to Dortmund. And I think it is a good time for him to show what he's capable of as well. And hopefully, uh, as well, when you look at Gladbach, they were obviously a mid-table team and then went into the Champions League. So they did take a step forward under his uh, stewardship. Obviously, they've had a poor season this season, but I think it's probably because they know he's leaving um, at the end of the season that that they've started to take a a bit of a drop. But I think under him, hopefully we can build a a squad um, that really competes and, and, and really gives it a challenge. Um, to, to the likes of Bayern Munich and hopefully even in the Champions League can can continue to do what we're doing at the moment actually um, and trying to even reach the quarters, semi-finals and, and really push the, the big clubs in Europe. So yeah, that's that's a good way to really say what we think of them at the moment. Um, I think we'll go straight into the, the squad though because this squad is really poor. Um, I've, I've got a list of players. Um, I'll go through who I would sell first so I've got like so I said Holland and Sancho I think they'll both leave this summer I, I think it'll be both of them to go um, so you're probably saying Holland about 120 to 150 million Sancho probably around about 80 to 100 um, is what you're probably saying for Jaden Sancho but then you've got like so I said Nicholas Schultz I would sell um, if you could get 15 million for him Roman Burke if you can get about 5 to 10 million um, even for him I think I think even though I, I'm not Theo I'll, I'll come to you Roman Burke we've, we've never really been a fan, me and you, and I'm sure Ronan's the same. Um, but do you think that he could go to another Bundesliga team even? Um, and Dortmund could maybe get a wee bit of money back. Do you think that could be the case? Well, they shouldn't. I mean, I don't know who, who'd want him, but he's probably a good backup goalkeeper somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, any man who's been, you know, um, had his spot stolen by hits, mm-hmm. who's just a bang average volleyball player, um, you know, deserves to not play football again. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. No, no, I know that you don't like Roman Berkey, so yeah, if we can get five to ten million, um, that'd be really good. I think I think another Bundesliga club would take him. I've heard Dan Axel Zagadu is meant to be on his way out. Um, a few clubs are interested in him. If you can get ten to fifteen for him, um, still young, so I think you can get that wee bit extra for him. Thorgan Hazard, I would sell if you can get your money, almost get your money back. I said twenty million. I think we paid about twenty-two for him. Um, but if we can get twenty million, I'd be happy with that. Hits, I've said if you can sell for three to five million, he's not going. You're not going to get much from. But I would be bringing in two goalkeepers um, this summer. Um, I've said one main one, and then obviously a backup to to really compete. And then you've got a young lad, I think, coming through as well. So I think if you can bring two in, I've said uh, Mahmoud Tahoud, um, I would sell him. I think he's a very average player. I wasn't impressed. I've not been impressed since he's came. I mean, he was a good player at Gladbach to Hood, but Ronan, I don't know if you agree, he's, he's been quite poor since he's arrived at Dortmund a couple of seasons ago. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, he's not really lived up to the expectations that I think we all thought he would mm-hmm. be. Um, he's just, in my opinion, he's a buying average player. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I've said also Felix Paslak, who I think he'll, he's never really broken through to the squad, um, still at the club. So if you can sell him for two five to two to five million, if you can sell for him for that, that'd be good. I've also said options I would be willing to sell, depending on obviously our transfer budget and what we want to do. Um, Rafa Guerrero, I think you could get some suitors for him. I think he is a talented player and I would be willing to keep him um, because I think he is a good player. Um, Axel Witzel obviously getting towards the end of his career depends how much money you're going to get from but he would do a job as a, as a squad player I think and Emery Chan as well I think he's been a poor player since he came um, in the summer really is passing that game against um, against City Theo I don't know if you, you watched him some of the passes were just so shocking by Emery Chan he's just not a good yeah. player I mean he was at fault for the first goal and before that he'd made a couple of errors again with his passing it's a shame because Chan is a good player he was very good at Juventus I thought he was half decent at Liverpool as well and he should be playing better. But, you know, who knows? Maybe under a new manager, you could get the real Emery Chan. But um, he's probably a player you'd probably, you'd cash in. I think they'll sell him or Dahoud. I think it'll be one Yeah, I think he'll sell Dahoud, I think, out of the two. That's why I went for Dahoud. I think Chan, because he's only had one season, he'll probably stay. Um, but if you can get maybe a suitor for him, depends if you can get your money back, then it might be worth selling him on. I've also said, I think, Peace Check's meant to be retiring at the end of the year, so he's going to be not no longer at the club. And I think Marcel Schmelzer as well, I think he's meant to be retiring as well. I'm not entirely sure. But again, you're not going to get any money for these, well, for Schmelzer, um, even if he isn't retiring. So he probably could just stay at the club or or leave on a free if he wants to play somewhere else. So, um, But again, big servants for the club and, and should really be getting a good send-off, um, even if it's with only so many fans hopefully can get a good send-off uh, both them to Pischik and Schmelzer um, so I've said you're probably getting a minimum of player sales about 265 million um, with them players um, but it's more likely to be near the 280 mark so uh, you're getting a quite a decent chunk of money from from that so uh, along with the 200 million we had extra over the last five seasons then that's quite a hefty bit of transfer budget to, to play with um, the players I've said we keep um, the young goalkeeper Unbahan, um, so he's a young goalkeeper coming through, definitely a player you just keep around. Uh, Matteo Murray, who's came into the squad recently, I think he'd be a decent backup right back. I think he's still got something to prove. Um, Matt Hommels, I think he would stay. I don't think, obviously, he's, he's come towards the end of his career now, about 34 years old. He's been a real servant, hasn't he, Ronan, uh, Matt Hommels, but definitely come towards the end of his career now and probably is only really a squad player, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh... 
he's still, in my opinion, he is still world class. Um, but I think he's just getting past it. I mean, I didn't like the way he left to go to Bayern, but mm-hmm. he's came back and he's kind of made amends. And yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, he's 34. He's still there. He's still good to have around, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think he's obviously a leader as well. Um, I think he's still the captain, technically, of, of the side. But I think that might be changing shortly. I think I think they need to be looking for a new captain and him just being a, as a squad player um, and, a, and a good good presence in the dressing room. So, um Theo, there's another defender on I've got listed to keep is Manuel Akanji. He's, he's had a poor season, hasn't he? He's not really um, really lived up to the hype since he came in. But I still think he's a good player that can still be part of the first-team squad, personally. I've, I've, I've put him in my first-team squad for the future. Yeah, he's a, he's a younger lad as well, Akanji. I think the problem is that Dortmund haven't had a settled back four this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hummels is... I don't know if Hummels can be the easiest of players to play alongside uh, sometimes um, as well. So I think I definitely quite, keep quite, him. He's quite erratic, isn't he, Hummels? Now? He, is, he, he has his mo. He can either be brilliant or you're really scratching your head. Um, there's no one's doubting his class, but I think over the past season, he's been a bit bit up and down. So I'd, I'd definitely start a Kanji next season um, and see what the crack is under Rose. But mm-hmm. I, I think he's still young enough if you were to sell to get maybe 20, 25 million. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They liked with uh, Liverpool in the last few days, so he's been, but we'll see. Well, I, I think that's the thing. Is it depends what cash you get from, but I, I, out of the defenders, he's the one I would keep um, out of the centre backs, and, yeah. and and the guy would I would give another chance to alongside someone else. Um, I've said also keeping Thomas Delaney. I don't think he's the greatest player, Thomas Delaney, but he's a good squad player to keep around, in my opinion. Um, definitely can play coming off the bench and and make an impact. Jude Bellingham, as we mentioned, definitely a player to build around and, and going to be in the start. And I, I would say in the, in the three in midfield, he'd be the one I would start. Um, I've also said Rashall, he's a young guy coming through. Again, he's young, so he's he's not going to be... Um, I don't know if he's counted as a squad... He'd just be as a squad player, obviously, um, and just see how he does. Um, Julian Brandt, this is an interesting one. I've said to keep Julian Brandt. He was, he was in my options to possibly sell. And he, he probably still is in there. Depends what money you get for him. But in my opinion, it has been a poor season. So, yeah, it really depends on, on what we think of Brandt. Ronan, would you, you, you were kind of shaking your head there to, to saying you might sell Julian Brandt. Would you, would you keep him for another year to see what he can do? Uh, I think you should keep him around because, I mean... If you're if you're looking to sell a lot of players, you're not going to have any, a lot left. So yeah, well, that's the thing. I, yeah. I, I do think that he deserves another year. Yeah, he's yeah. he's very capable of being a fantastic yeah. player. I mean, it was just last year he was linked with Real Madrid, so he he is a good player. I think Dortmund overall just had a poor season. Yeah, definitely. I think he has been majorly affected by our poor season. And to be honest, he is still young, so he's still, I think he's 26 still. Um, so he's got a lot of time still in the game and, and still has a bit of time to prove himself. Giovanni Reina made his breakthrough this season, really. He made it maybe maybe the season prior, but has really stepped up um, this season as a player. And I'm quite excited. Theo, are you, are you excited by his progress, uh, Reina? And do you think he can really start to become a first-team player? Yeah, definitely, definitely. He's a really good player as well. Um, he's part of a very exciting crop of uh, young Americans, and I think he's the he's the cherry uh, on top. Um, really, uh, wow! I just said something that made sense. Um, he's a really good player, Giovanni Ray. Now I like him, and I think he's been 
he, I think he's arguably one of their most influential players as well, because even before Haaland, he is often a player, especially last season, who, you know, when they needed him, he produced. And at 17 years of age, I mean, if you're producing like that with the pressure on, then, you, you know, you, you've got that that boost um, to stardom. So, you know, fair play to the lad. Yeah, got a really exciting future. And not to forget, he's born in Sunderland. Another player coming out. Not, not <laughs> Luckily, he didn't play for Sunderland Academy because he probably would have got ruined and shipped out to Gateshead. Yeah, you Lind- never know. Lyndon Gooch, mate. You know? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Lyndon Gooch can convince him. Gucci. <laughs> a few years. Hopefully, he can convince Rainer to come to Sunderland. You never know. Um, yeah, next player, Rainer. Rainier, he's, he's on a loan from every amateur. Obviously, he's going to be on loan for another year, and I'm not sure he's not really played much this season. I don't know. He'll probably go back to Madrid, or he might have an impact next season, but he's going to be there. Uh, Marco Royce, obviously the captain. Uh, Oh, no, I think he is the captain, actually, instead of Hummels, but um, I'm not sure. I think Royce is actually the captain um, of of, of the team. Um, So Marco Royce, I think um, he's going to be still at the club, obviously, 31 years old, so he's getting um, older now, um, but definitely is... a player you want in your team uh, to make an impact. We, we obviously seen that against City, obviously got the goal. Um, and yes, yeah, it's still got a long time in the game. Obviously injuries dependent, um, but I'm, I'm still happy for, for him to, to be at the club. Um, Makoko as well, he's coming through as well. Um, quite an exciting player. So um, I think he'll be happy with um, a bench role and coming off, uh, coming on, on and off again. Um, and as we said, Knauf as well. Um, Knauf's obviously coming through as well. So, yeah, they're all going to be at the club next season. So we'll get on to the exciting bit, and I'm quite excited to see what you guys think of my opinions. And I think, Ronan, you've probably got a few shouts of your own. Um, so we'll go to the goalkeeper, because I think two goalkeepers are required. Um, I think they need to get rid of both keepers of Berkey and Hitt. So, Ronan, I'll go to you first. Who's your first kind of... Who's your shouts for, for goalkeepers? Have you got a number of goalkeepers here? I've got three. Yeah, I've got three. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I think could potentially go is Neto from Barcelona, the number two. He's he's okay. He's not. I, I know he's nothing special, mm-hmm. but I think he would do a job. He's not a terrible goalkeeper. Uh, the other ones that I've got is uh, two good. I've got two good goalkeepers. First one is Alex Ramiro, who's at Sociedad. Yeah, yeah. Now. I mean, whether he would want to leave mm-hmm. Sociedad to go to Dortmund, um, that's entirely up to him because Sociedad are a competing team now, so he might want to stay. Uh, the one that I think they should go for is Domin- Dominic Livakovic. I can, I can never say his name right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic Livakovic. Livakovic, yeah. From, he, um... from uh, Zagreb. Oh, Zagreb. Zagreb. Zagreb, that's yeah. it. So I think he's a, he, I mean, it feels like he's been a youngster for ages, mm. uh, but he's, he's a bit, he's kind of, he's about 26 now, but I think he is a fantastic goalkeeper and I think he would suit Dortmund perfectly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. 12 clean sheets this season mm. in 24 games, so he's mm. getting clean sheets in half his games. So I think he's a, a solid goalkeeper mm. uh, and he's, he's always been, Highly rated, but I think he's now making a name for himself because because of like the Europa League, he's kind of started yeah. to perform on the the big stages. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a good shout 
for a goalkeeper and I don't think he would be too expensive either I really like that shout that's a really good shout um, Livakovic in it I actually didn't have him down but that's that's definitely in line with who kind of I was looking at um, you want a goalkeeper that's confident that's getting clean sheets for, for the current club um, and you don't want to be going for obviously the big targets that, that from the big clubs you're not going to be able to get um, obviously the players linked with with the big English clubs, the, the Real Madrids and Barcelonas. But yeah, Livakovic, yeah, he's maybe an under underrated keeper. So yeah, and obviously, is he, I presume, is he now Croatia's number one? Has he, has he been kind of in the Croatia team? I don't know. Has yeah. he been their number one? So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, if he's playing on the international stage as well, um, he's he's probably quite a good goalkeeper. So yeah, that's a, that's a really good shout. Some of the shouts I had, um, so I had uh, Mike Miangan, um, who I don't think you're going to get. Dor- I don't think Dortmund's going to be able to get him because obviously they're top of the league, I think, Lille at the moment. Um, obviously taking that from PSG just at the moment, they're obviously in major competition at the moment for that. Um, but as a, as a really good goalkeeper, I've mentioned on this before, 32 games in Ligue 1, 19 goals only conceded and 18 clean sheets. So he's doing really well, Miangan, at the moment. So I think a lot of people will be really interested in his signature. So I think Dortmund might be struggling to get someone of his calibre but that's a, a guy if you go in for you may as well try and see if you can put your eggs in that basket um, another few options, Bonu um, from Sevilla, quite an older goalkeeper um, but I don't think he's the, the, the number one option I would go for um, but it's had a solid season, um, 13 clean sheets in 26 games um, also 19 goals conceded so yeah it's, a, it's, it's quite a, a good goalkeeper but is older now so you might want to go for a younger goalkeeper the main goalkeeper I thought of um, he's not had the best season this season or not at the, the outstanding season he had the year before um, it's Odysse- Odysseus Vlachodimos um, from Benfica um, the Greek goalkeeper he's, he's quite a good goalkeeper and, and has done an okay season 17 games only this season 15 goals conceded though with 7 clean sheets so he's still a good goalkeeper um, had a really good uh, year prior um, I'll just get his stats up from the year prior and I think it was around about 12 or let's see clean sheets it was the year before um, he had yeah, 16 clean sheets in 26 games. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's still a really good goalkeeper. Maybe had a bit of a down year. I'm not sure if that's due to injury or or, or maybe he's he caught the virus. I'm not entirely sure. You never know. Um, so, yeah, he, he's still a good goalkeeper. So, yeah, the, the, he's my main shout. Um, but I really like the Livakovic shout from, from you there, Ronan. The other two, two goalkeepers I'll say that I had as a number two option um, is Urgakin Kakir from Transponsport. Um, the... Turkish international, the number one. Um, he's got 12 clean sheets for them this season, um, so a really good goalkeeper. Or Alexander Schlager, um, who I had from Lask in the Austrian Bundesliga. Um, he's got 10 clean sheets for his club this year, who are third in the league. So, yeah, some g- good options for, for a number two shout. Um, Theo, out of those options, um, who would you go for as like two goalkeepers? Because I think we need two goalkeepers in this scenario. Would you go Livakovic or would you go for Miangan if... if if Dortmund can really afford them, some really good um, good um, suggestions there. I think uh, Levakovic um, is is probably a very good shout. I think he's the, probably the cheapest out of a good bunch of goalkeepers. I, I really like the shout of Alex Romero as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a, a pretty decent keeper. Um, I was impressed with him when I watched him against um, Man United in the Europa League. So I'd probably go for Livakovic and um, that Turkish lad yeah, at Transport. He's very good. He's too good to be a number two, in my opinion. Um, 
he's a he's a very good goalkeeper. So I like them too. Just yeah. one name that I was uh, I was thinking would be perfect mm-hmm. for for Dortmund. I've been very impressed with him this season. Is uh, is Alphonse uh, Ariola? I mm. think he's had a fantastic season at Fulham. Um, I think he's a player Dortmund could probably get on a two year loan deal. Um, and I think he'd be a good either backup or, or number one for Dortmund. I think he's been great for Fulham this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has been good, but obviously he's been in a bad team, a team that's close to relegation. So I don't know if Dortmund really should go for that at the moment. I think I would go for a keeper that's in form, that's confident, um, that's keeping clean sheets. So yeah, Livakovic and Kakar, I think that's that's two good options um, for, for goalkeepers. Um, so we'll move on to the defence, because I think the defence... Um, really needs looked at again. It's it's a weak area on the pitch. We'll go for right back. Um, Ronan, have you got any shouts for for right backs? Um, I struggled with this one. There was two I came up with. Um, the first one was um, I don't know if it's a real. We could and couldn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. Depend like with Barcelona's situation, you wonder if Sergio Roberto would consider a, a move to Dortmund. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't rate him greatly. The other one's uh, Hans Hattebor at Atalanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the other right back at, that I've came up with, but they're the only two I've come up with. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think Roberto doesn't really stand out to me. He's, he seems like he'd be quite expensive as well. I think Barca would ask for quite a chunky fee uh, for quite not an average player, but not the greatest, um, and obviously not really a conventional right back as well. Um, the options I came up with, uh, Kevin and Babu. I think you're going to struggle to get him out of Wolfsburg, obviously, if they're in the Champions League. But I think he is a really talented player. Um, has shown it in the Bundesliga that he can do it. He's really quick as well. Um, so it's debatable whether you can get him out because they've got they're they are likely to get Champions League football um, next year. Um, Ashraf Hakimi I know it's a, it's that's out of probably the question but a cheeky bid I know that Inter Milan are struggling financially um, and are probably looking to sell I think Romelu Lukaku is probably the one that will leave uh, for them to in order to keep Hakimi um, but he's had a fantastic year at Inter obviously looking like they're going to win the league um, but the option that I think is the most likely Denzel Dumfries from PSV Eindhoven I think he really is ready for a step up in his career I think he is a talented player um, I think yeah, to be honest, he's one of these players that just needs, yeah, I think he's just, yeah, ready to make a real step up in his career. Um, and I don't think you could get, um, I don't think it'd cost you a fortune to get him. He's the captain as well for PSV as well. Um, I think he probably cost about, probably about 20 million, um, probably could get him out um, of the Eredivisie. Um, so is a really talented player indeed. Theo, would you would you agree with that? Dumfries, a good option for, for this position? Yeah, that's a great shout, Dumfries. Um, I think he's probably a bit more uh, of an easier option to purchase than, than Babu. And in, in my opinion, I, I I think he's probably a better left, uh, right back than, than Babu mm-hmm. um, as well. So I think that's a great, great decision, Dumfries. And, mm-hmm. and he's a player who could could develop at Dortmund. And he's still mm-hmm. quite a young man as well. So yeah, that's, that's spot on. Yeah, very young man indeed. Um, obviously, only 20, uh, 24 years old, so has got a long time in the game. But as you said, he's a, probably a better defensive player than Mbabu. Um, 1.4 tackles per match, 1.6 interceptions. But yeah, offers a bit going forward as well. Two goals, six assists. Um, gets just under one shot per game as well as a right back. So um, is both attacking and defensive. And then also 1.4 key passes per game. So he is both ends of the pitch and he's very quick in, as well. I think he's now the Dutch number one in the national team as well. So, yeah, as a, as a really good option. Ronan, would, would you think that would be a really good option for, for Borussia Dortmund? Yeah, that's a good shout. Dumfries is a, 
I mean, you've already all said it, but he is he's a really good player and I think he's he deserves a bigger move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely indeed. Anyway, we'll move on. That's a that's a good way to wrap up right back and we'll um obviously we said Matteo Murray can be the the, the standing right back as well. Um, obviously still developing his game, the young Spaniard. So yeah, I think that's good competition. Dumfries and Murray at right back. Looking at the, the options at centre-back, because I think they need two again, Dortmund. Um, obviously they'll have Hummel staying. We've said Akanji would stay. So I think two more. Um, so probably a more older, not an older head, but someone that's more experienced. And then maybe a younger player that can wouldn't mind coming in and out of the team. Ronan, have you got any shouts for, for centre-back options? I've came up with four. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, it's, it, he's not an outstanding centre-back, but why not Like, go for someone like Antonio Rudiger, who's at a favourite at Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know it's not an outstanding shout, but I mean, if you're looking for centre-backs, I think he's a reliable enough centre-back. Mm. Another one that I think is reliable that wouldn't be too expensive is Nicholas Stark, who's at, yeah, uh, yeah. Hertha Berlin. Hertha I think he would really suit um, Borussia Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going with what you're saying with kind of one younger and one older, mm-hmm. the younger one who I think deserves a move, whether Dortmund is maybe too big a club for him at the moment, but I think he's a, a, an up-and-coming centre-back, mm-hmm. is Sebastian Borno, who plays at Cologne. He's a Belgian. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 21, and he's, as much as Cologne aren't, the best of teams, he stands out in their squad. Mm. And I think he will get a big move one day, whether it's just too early. He's only been with Cologne. Well, I think he's in his second season with Cologne. He was on loan last season and they signed him this season. So it might be too soon. And then the other one that I've went for is, why not? I mean, there's always history of uh, Dortmund getting either Bayern players or Bayern going to Dortmund. Boateng's a free free agent. Why not? Just maybe just offer him a cheeky wee contract. He might he might take it. I know he might want to go to a bigger club, but if for, for being a free agent, I don't see why not just maybe even attempt to try and get him to come to the club. Mm. I think that's quite a short term option. That's the thing. I like Borno. I think that's a good shout for maybe a younger player. Um, but I think Boateng just because you've got Hummels already. I think Boateng. It's probably a risk to go for an older player as well. Sorry, I forgot. I've got one more here. Who's, right, okay. uh, well, and uh, he's it's another one. He's younger, but I think he's he's brilliant. And mm-hmm. it's Babaka Kamara at Marseille. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've got him down as a possible CDM option. Babaka uh, Kamara mm-hmm. can play both centre back and DM. Um, but yes, yeah, I've. I've I've admitted on the podcast a number of times, I think we've done Future Stars episode on him, uh, giving him a, a shout out there. Um, but yeah, I really like Bubarka Kamara. I think he's a really talented player, as you said. The options I've got, and I think I'm going to appeal to Theo here because he's mentioned them before, Edmund Tatsoba um, from Bayer Leverkusen. He's going to cost you a good amount of money, um, but a really talented player indeed. Um, 1.9 tackles per match, 1.6 interceptions. Um, it's just a brick wall um, at the back, 2.6 clearances. Um, yeah, his passing's on on target. Six point nine long balls in in the Bundesliga, and um, passing to the forwards, and that's that that's making the forwards. So, um, he really is a, a real talented player, uh, Edmund Tapsoban, and one that I would be really 
if you could put the money in there, um, 60 million, 70 million, um, I think you could prize him away from from Bayer Leverkusen. Um, Martin Interegger, I've mentioned before, I really like him as a player. An older player, 28, getting older, but as a threat from corners, can really uh, dominate in the air. Um, so he's he's another option. Um, Jan, Gianluca Mancini from AS Roma. I think he's a really good player, 24 years old, getting um, obviously experienced in the Europa League, making the semi-finals with them. Um, so a really talented player he is indeed. So I would go for probably either one of those three. Um, I've, I think Tapsoba is the one I would choose out of those three. Um, the other young player I've got down is Mohamed Simakan um, from Strasbourg. Um, he is a he's a good player linked with Liverpool, I think as well. Um, he's he's a young player, twenty years old, coming out of the the French league. I think he wants to leave Strasbourg to go to a bigger club. I think Dortmund can be one of those bigger clubs that take him. So um, yeah, would would be my option as well as the young centre back. Theo, what do you make of them? Some of them suggestions then. Again, fan, fantastic, uh, fantastic suggestions. Again, I mean. I'm a big fan of Tapsoba. I think because of the fact that he's at a German club, I don't think he'd be, I think 25, 30 million um, Leverkusen would probably be, be really? happy really? happy with as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, do you not I think it would be a bit more for, for, for him obviously going to a rival um, like Dortmund? Do you think he would be not slightly more? Not really. I mean, you know, um, Bundesliga clubs sell their their soul to uh, to buy Munich for a fiver, so I'm sure they um, I'm sure they probably cut cut Dortmund the deal. To be honest, I, I like the um, the Hinteregger one's probably the most likely, um, simply because it's a Dortmund signing, in my opinion. You know, a German. It's uh, not a German. It's it, it's quite a safety first centre back, I think, um, and I think he'd probably fit in all right at um, at, at Dortmund. Um, yeah, the, the I love the Rudiger shout, um, but I think we're too sure there at Chelsea now. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll uh, you'll be able to to get rid. In my opinion, I don't think Dortmund to splash out too much uh, on the centre backs um, because of the fact that I think there's more pressing issues. You know, are you going to play a Kanji? A Kanji's a decent player. Hummels on his day is a decent player, um, and anyone can defend. It's just about who. Who's behind? Um, but Tapsoba would be my shout. I know you're yeah. a fan of um, the two um, Gladbach centre backs as well. Yeah, Elvedi. I really um, like. I thought about putting them down. Um, I do like. Yeah. The reason I, did, I I get your opinions on this because it got said um, Marco Rosa said that he's not going to be taking anyone um, from Gladbach, and I think that was a poor thing to say because that Gladbach have got some talented players, and really Dortmund should be looking at um, some of them. Um, I've got one of them down on my list for midfield, so we'll talk about. Uh, him later on but um, yeah do you think that was a strange thing to say Ronan um, from from a guy that's going to be joining uh, Dortmund next year or this um, I just I think it's it was a strange comment but I understand why he said it mm. but you've got to move on he's probably yeah. he's went oh, I've built this team in Gladbach they're a great bunch of guys and I, I'm not going to touch them I want them to do well but he shouldn't be like he shouldn't be thinking that he's took a new challenge, mm-hmm. and it's Borussia Dortmund who are competing for the league essentially. Um, he shouldn't be thinking anything like that. He should be thinking about his squad and his squad only. In mm-hmm. my opinion, yeah, yeah. Theo, what did you make of the, them comments? Do you think that was dumb for him to say um, that he wasn't going to be taking anyone? I don't know. I, I, I respect. Uh, he's trying to act like a man of honor, which is good. But we're not in a film. This is. Mm-hmm real life, you know, and if he's built a team and Gladbach historically 
produce good players, which fellow German clubs pinch? Marco Royce, for example, prime one. And I think he's shot himself up saying that because chances are managers are proud people. He's not going to go and take any Gladbach players, which in my opinion is, is a, is, isn't the best idea because the Gladbach have got some fantastic players um, and where else does he go? You know, in my opinion, what's the difference between raiding Gladbach to raiding Leverkusen? Mm-hmm. They're both German clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to Gladbach, I'm actually a really big fan of Matthias Ginter. I know mm-hmm. it didn't yeah. work out for him mm-hmm. at Dortmund. I think they were very premature to sell him. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic centre-back and there's a reason he's still in the German team. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd be my number one target, but, uh, well, right. he, he won't be. He won't like, be going to be, Dortmund. He won't, he won't be going to mm. Dortmund. So, do you think? So, I think we need two personally, and and as you're saying, Theo, they probably don't need to splash out the cash. But I think Tapsoba and then someone else. Um, do you think there's any other shouts we should, we should go for out the shouts we made um, as our number two guys? The um, the one that stands out to me is is probably Martin Hinteregger again. Hinteregger simply first. because I think Dortmund need proven players. I don't think they can take any gambles on players, especially mm-hmm. next season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ronan, would you be happy with them too as, as the options for centre-back? Yeah, I think it would be between him and Nicholas Stark. Mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. reliable Stark, too. yeah, I Stark's think Stark would be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Stark's got... Sorry, so Ronan, him, I completely forgot. Yeah, well, we'll I know, there would be too many suggestions. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> So we'll say we'll say taps over and then either Hinteregger or Stark. I think there there there's some good options there. Um, left back, I've said we need one one left back. Um, so the options that I'll, I'll go for my options first. I said a cheaper option, Christopher Lenz from Union Berlin is a is a cheaper option. He's twenty six. Um, maybe that's a bit of a poor decision. Obviously, we've seen Schultz didn't work out. So why would you go for Lenz and get rid of Schultz? That probably would make no sense. Um, the options that I suggest we go for though. So I've said. Owen Weindahl, um, who I've mentioned before, um, from EZ Alkmaar. Um, I think Owen Weindahl is a really talented player. Is more defensive player than an attacking option. When you look at his stats, 1.9 tackles, 1.8 interceptions. is a really good player, um, but does offer something um, going forward. He has, again, um, under one shot per game, um, can make it over a key pass per game as well. Um, so it is a player that does attack, but is more focused on the defensive side. Um, the other option for left back, and he is a converted left back, almost a left midfielder. I've mentioned him for Arsenal before, Robin Gossens from Atalanta. Um, obviously a German in, uh, international as well. Um, Robin Gossens, um, obviously he's a more left wing back, but you've got Rafa Guerrero there. So it's whether you want to go for another left wing back or you want to go for a conventional left back. So I think Owen Vindal would be my first option. Um, but then you could look at someone like Gossens as another one. Um, Ronan, you, you were saying that you've got Gossens as well. Do you think he's a really good shout for, for Dortmund? Yeah, I didn't really put many left. Like Gossens is the only left back I've, I've put down because mm-hmm. I always thought that Guerrero would be kept so I wouldn't be looking particularly I don't think left back is particularly yeah. in desperate need but yeah, yeah Goss- Gossens is the one that I had down as well yeah well if, if you were to keep with Schultz I, I don't mind if, if they don't go for left back but I think Schultz will be wanting to leave because he's not getting game time at all at Dortmund so I think he will probably want to leave Dortmund um next or this summer coming so yeah I think Gossens is a very good shout but I, I really like Vindal uh, Theo what do you make of them some of them options there uh, Gossens, Vindal and um, Lenz as well. 
Robin Gossens is is you probably is a is a left back who's who isn't a left back. You know, he's mm-hmm. I know he's a wing back or whatever, but he, he scores goals left, right, and centre. He does, but he does, I, think, yeah. I think Gossens is a player who's playing very well in, in a system. Um, you take right. him out that system, you take him out the regime, you get a bang average player. Mm-hmm. Um, no disrespect to him. So I think he's a bit of a gamble. Um, Wijnald is, is good, um, uh, you know, a decent player who who's a young lad. I think he's 22, 23. 20, again, 20, he's 21, 21. 21. Again, yes, we've yes. done freeze as well. You know, that's that's not too bad. Um, so that that's all right. I mean, it, it sucks what Rose said because I think a perfect left back would be Ben Sabini. Um, mm. I really do. I think yeah. he's I think yeah. he's a very good player. Well, I mentioned him for, um, for Man City, I remember. I remember I suggested him for, for Man City. Yeah, he's good. I like I like Dali. Yeah. Uh, Dali Singraven, Graven, Leverkusen. Yeah, uh, I think he's a good player, mm-hmm. but I, I think realistically, Win Winyal is probably the most realistic. Winyal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go for Winyal then. Um, I think he's Windal. Um, I should say. Um, he's he's a really good player. Um, young coming up up and coming and obviously if they went for Dumfries as well it's an easy settling in period if you go for some Dutch players um, they'll be able to to really settle in well at, at, at Dortmund so yeah we'll, we'll go for Owen Vindal um, we'll move on to the midfield then um, so there's the midfield as we said it's their weakest point probably Dortmund um, so I've went for kind of a defensive midfielder and also um, options so I said one defensive midfielder and one maybe box to box midfielder um, that can produce the goods um, so defensive midfielder, I had Bubak Kamara, as Ronan mentioned, as a centre-back as well. Um, so I've mentioned him a number of times and how good he is uh, for Marseille. I don't think he'd be that hard to get out of them uh, in their club. Uh, Thomas Suchek from West Ham obviously had a really good season, but is he a one-season wonder? That's the that's the real question. Um, maybe he needs another stint at West Ham. Um, and yeah, I think Dortmund could go for someone like him. I think he would settle in quite well um, at the club. The one I've gone for is quite an unknown quantity. Um, a real player is Dejan Lubisic. Um, and not many of you, you, you might not have heard of him. Uh, he plays for Rapid Vienna, um, but he's the captain of Rapid Vienna. He's done a really good job there since going in. Um, he's 23 years old. Dortmund are known for going for these players that are maybe unknown. Kevin Campbell um, obviously came from the Austrian Bundesliga. Um, didn't have a good stint there um, and hasn't really settled in the Bundesliga either. He's at Leipzig now, but yeah, he's not a really good player. Um, they've gone for many other players in the past, but he would be a really cheap option, Dejan Lubisic. Um, obviously, he's ranked at 2.7 million on transfer marked. Um, 16 games, five assists this season um, from defensive midfield. So that's quite good stats for, for, for a defensive midfielder. I couldn't get really his tackle numbers up because um, Stupid 2 score didn't really um, follow the Austrian Bundesliga that much. So I wasn't able to get many of his stats there. Um, but obviously he's played in the Europa League as well. Three games in the Europa League, one goal. He's also played in the Champions League, got an assist in the Champions League out of two games. Um, so he's quite a forward-thinking defensive midfielder. He's, he's also really tall, six uh, six foot three um, he is or six foot two six foot three um, so I think Dortmund need that presence in midfield um, so yeah he's he's my shout um, also he, he's he's cheaper as well so um, I've gone for obviously spent a lot quite a lot in the defensive areas and the goalkeeper but gone for a cheaper defensive midfield Theo what do you take of that that shout there do you, have you heard of Lubisic much I don't know if you've really heard of him no, no, believe it or not, I, I, I actually haven't. So that's that's a really good shout, and I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled for him. Why not? 
you know, why not? Um, I like it. It's probably going to be a cheaper option. Um, and he's probably a player you could bring in anyway. You know, he's going to probably cost at the most 10 million. You probably yeah. snap him up for seven with a yeah, buy. Uh, with five, a sell five even. Yeah, five. Yeah, even. with a sell-on clause or something. So mm-hmm. I'd get him in anyway. If he's if he's as good as, obviously, the stats are saying, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be my first choice, but mm-hmm. I'd get him in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ronan, have you got any shouts for first choice um, or, or players that you think defensively would be quite good? Defensively, um, I've got one kind of defensive-minded mm-hmm. midfielder. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it's at Dortmund to a T. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Yves Bissouma at Brighton. Mm, Yves Bissouma, yeah. I think he would... Uh, uh, I mean, I think he's a brilliant player. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of Jeannie Wijnaldum. Um, it's a very similar type of player mm-hmm. doesn't lose the ball very much strong on the ball can make a tackle I think he would suit Dortmund to a team mm-hmm. Theo do you think he could make a step up into into the Dortmund team? Oh I hope so he's a wicked player he is he's wasted there at, at, uh, at Dortmund um, <laughs> at Brighton right Bright, sorry sorry um, he's, he's a great player he's so good yeah I, I like watching him play to be fair yeah so um, do you think, do I think there's for... quite a few players they could go for, but he's yeah. he's cool. Do you think we go for both him and Lubsic then, as as obviously a younger player as well? It, it won't cost you much, so go for both of them. You think? Yeah, you, 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 definitely. I was going to just mention two two players. Yeah, yeah um, go ahead, man. I'm not 100 sure if he is a CDM, but I know on FIFA he's got team of weeks there. But one of them is uh, is Cooper Myers. Cooper Myers. So I had him for se- I've had him for centre mid. Um, he's so, all right. So we'll yeah, so, right in so we'll go to set. We'll go to centre mid. So tell you what, let's go to centre mid. All right, yeah, I was just going to say, um, I, I think he's more a sentiment as well. And um, the Demobai from mm. Leverkusen, massive yeah. fan of him. Yeah, I think yeah. he's, I think he's awesome. I mean, he's so underrated. Um, but yeah, but Cooper Myers, what player? Yeah, what player? yeah, I, I love Cooper Myers. I've I've mentioned it a number of times that I really like him. Um, I, I, very more box to box, as you said. So if you have him, Bellingham. And uh, either Basuma or Lubasic, I think that would be a really good three in midfield. Um, could really get a good balance in there. Um, so I had Coop Miners down as a as a centre midfielder option. Um, I think you get him for thirty to forty million from AZ, maybe less, less, even. less, maybe less yeah, Dutch but, league, less, yeah, Dutch league. But obviously, Dutch league are known for though like asking for more. But yeah, you probably could get him for less. Um, probably near the twenty million maybe. Uh, for him. Uh, depending on competition. In terms of other players, um, I had obviously a player that I've mentioned earlier that I was going to say. Um, so I did think about Dennis Sakari earlier, but he's had an injury this season, so I wouldn't go for him from Gladbach. But the one Gladbach player that I thought of is Florian Neuhaus, who I think will end up at Bayern Munich. I think Bayern Munich will snap him up um, out of everyone. Um, but Neuhaus, what a player. He's really come up from their academy, done really well. But yeah, I think he will end up at another club. Um, so so that was my other shout. Um, but Coop Miners, I'd be more than happy with if Dortmund went for him. Ronan, have you got any shouts for, for then other centre midfielders or attacking midfielders? The only other one that I've got here, um, well, attacking midfielders as well. Yeah, I've got two. Mm-hmm. First one, I was just kind of frying my brain to think of someone. And I mm-hmm. think like, you could probably get him for a not too expensive. But I mean, I just thought of Christian Eriksen because he's not done well at Inter. He maybe would take a punt in Germany, but the one, like, the, 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 the problem with that is big wages. I think he's yeah. the man big wages again. Now, hear me out here, right? You're either going to love this shout or you're going to hate this shout. But I thought Dortmund, the way they go, young players uh, from England or 
at the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's a really good player. I think he's too good for the club that he's at. Mm-hmm. David Brooks at Bournemouth. Okay. I think, yeah. like, I know they've got Giovanni Reina, who is a youngster that plays in that position, but I think David Brooks could make a name for himself at Dortmund just because of the reputation Dortmund have of mm-hmm. taking youngsters and uh, putting them on the big stage and being able to play well. And mm-hmm. I think he would benefit there. I think yeah. he, I think I rate him as a player. I definitely think he needs to leave Bournemouth. Dortmund, oh, it's it's a tough one. He could make a name for himself, but he is he's one of these players that I think mm, he was he was tearing up the Premier League when he was with Bournemouth. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's maybe worth a shout. Um, it really depends on what price Bournemouth were asking because you could see Bournemouth wanting decent money for him, um, especially if they get promoted this year. Um, which I don't know. Theo, is it likely that they get promoted from the Championship, Bournemouth, or they'll be in the playoffs this season? And, right. and that, I reckon they'll probably they'll probably come so, up in it. But um, so, yeah. Brooks is a good player. Brooks <laughs> Brooks should be at a different ceiling. And at one stage, Brooks was playing at a level where he was being looked at by Man United mm-hmm. um, as well. So Brooks would be a nice signing for Dortmund. Whether he'd go is an interesting question. But you know, I'm all for David Brooks yeah. at uh, Dortmund. Yeah. So would you go for then Coop Miners or would you go for Coop Miners since he's the more probably proven one? Or I, think, I think simply because Brooks will want to play in the Premier League. Mm. Um, I think Cooper Miners is probably an easier option to go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Coop, Coop Miners makes makes sense um, for, for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just look at Dortmund as a, as a really good club for us. It sounds wrong, but I look at Dortmund as a stepping stone club. And yeah. I look at mm-hmm. Coop Miners as going there, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I really like Coop Miners, and yeah, I think he's worth a shout. We'll go to for 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 right midfield or right wing. Um, I had two options. Um, one that I don't think we will get, and I think we'll go to a bigger club. Uh, he's been named the new Bruno Fernandez, um, and that's Pedro Goncalves from Sporting. Um, he's had a really good season, Pedro Goncalves. Um, I think he's got around about fifteen goals this season. Um, in the Liga Nos. Um, he's, he's a he's a talent player, 22 years old. Yeah, 22 years old, 24 games, 16 goals, four assists. Um, he's an attacking midfielder, but more plays on the right-hand side as well. Um, a very, very good player indeed. I don't think Dortmund can get him. I think other teams will go for him. So the player I've suggested from the Bundesliga, from a smaller club from Stuttgart, uh, Silas Wamangatuka. Um, what a player. I, I love that guy. He looks so good. He looks so ready for that step up. Um, if we were to sell Jaden Sancho, I think we could get him for 20, 30 million um, from, from Stuttgart. I think he is a talent player, very quick. Um, I was watching the highlights. Some of his goals can score on both feet. Um, yeah, a, a real talent uh, coming through. I remember him, actually. I remember playing a career in FIFA um, for Paris FC, and he was there at the time. And yeah, um, so gone from Paris FC to Stuttgart, um, and is, is ripping up the Bundesliga, is sadly injured at the moment, so um, isn't going to get to the end of the season as, as he wants, but um, 11 goals, 5 assists in 25 games for Stuttgart. Um, Transfermarkt got him down at 22.5 million, um, so yeah, I, I would go for him as our right mid-option. Um, Ronan, what's your shouts on on options? And, and do you think Wamangatuka would be a good shout for Dortmund? Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good player. He would suit Dortmund um, fast and skillful. Uh, that's what that's what they want. They want someone to replace Jaden Sancho, won't they? Yeah. So um, 
I've went for like, I've got a few suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I've went for Lucas Ocampos, who's at yeah. Sevilla, but he might be a wee bit too expensive for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. I think they could maybe want a bit a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also got Jonathan Iconi, but I think he's the same. Yeah, he he's was, a he really was actually, good. He was linked to Dortmund actually. It, uh, in the yeah, summer. if Sancho was going, if San, they they said uh, basically Dortmund came out and said if. If we lose Sancho this season to Man United, we'll be going for Iconi. Yeah. Um, I think he's a brilliant player, but again, with Lille doing so well and him being a highly rated player, is he going to cost a bit of money? So the one that I think that they could potentially go for, I think he's a really good player, and he's a he's a teammate of uh, what's his name, Coop 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 Miners, yeah, Coop Miners, and it's Calvin Stengs. Mm. I think he's a very good player. Um, yeah. He's young; he's only twenty-two. Um, he's like I don't think a lot of people have maybe have heard of him yet, mm-hmm. but I think he is a he's a really promising mm-hmm. winger. Yeah. Uh, again, if you're going with that sort of younger players, I think he would be perfect. Yeah, I remember when we done the Future Stars episode, Theo. We we were suggest I suggested Calvin Stengs, and I think you said Trincao and Moed for Trincao in the end, um, as, as our option. But yeah, I, I really like Calvin Stengs. The only thing is, I don't think we can go for too many players from AZ Alkmaar. I don't think yeah. I don't think they're going to want their whole team ripped apart, um, from one club. Um, even though Liverpool did that to Southampton on countless occasions. Um, but I don't I don't think um, yeah, I don't think that would be a great option to just go for all the AZ Alkmaar players, even though they're so good, as you mentioned. I really like some of the options you shouted there, though. Um, Theo, what did you make of um, my suggestions and Ronan's as well? Yeah, the, the best player out with that bunch is obviously Lucas Campos. Um, you know, he's a, he's a fantastic player. Um, and again, it's a player who most clubs would want. Cost-wise, you're probably looking 35, 40 million, which if they sell Sancho, they can afford. So, you know, you, you, you're thinking about that. But I think they've got to buy Silas. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. What a player he is, young Silas. Um, mm-hmm. He's rapid. He scored a goal where he rounded the keeper and walked it into the net. Yeah, I mean, I what a that. beast. Yeah. Um, and he's so big uh, as well. He's really tall. He used to be he's, a striker he's a beast, as well. Yeah, he's, he's 20, 20, 20, 22. 22, 22. 22. Yeah. So I'd buy him regardless. I reckon you could pay cheap money for him. Stuttgart, you know. You maybe send a player to Stuttgart, twenty million, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but but if I could pick anyone, it would be Lucas Acampos. No question about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll put them down as as two options: Wamanga Tuka and Lucas Acampos. Because yeah, it depends on how they spend their money. As you said, Acampos is going to cost you more. You probably couldn't. You could probably do a swap deal, as you said, with Stuttgart with Wamanga Tuka. So that's probably more likely. Um, but Acampos has said we've said on countless occasions, Theo, um, on the previous pods as well, that we loved Lucas Acampos and, and what a talent he is. So the last positions is strikers that I've got down. Because left mid, we've got Reina can play left mid. You've got Marco Royce still as the captain. Um, is probably going to play a, a number of games still um, at the club. So, yeah, you've got left mids there. I liked, obviously, as you said, Jonathan Oconey, um, Ronan. I, I like Jonathan Oconey, but his teammate as well, um, Jonathan Bamba as well. I really like Jonathan Bamba as a player. I think he's a talented boy as well. Um, had a really good season this year. Um, what Were you about to say something there, Ronan? Yeah, sorry, I've, I had left mids down. Right, um, okay. I suppose they can play at the right as well. Mm-hmm. I'd, uh, but I mean, it's whether you want to include them with the suggestions we've got. But I had the likes of Jeremy Boga, who mm-hmm. I think is a good player. Yeah, from Swiss. 
I mean, another one that sounds a bit strange, but in a Dortmund team, I think he would be, if he's in a team with good players, I think he would benefit. And that's Leandro Trossard at Brighton as well. Mm-hmm. I think he would suit Dortmund um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and if if they're, if they're feeling adventurous, stick in a, a contract offer from Memphis Depay. He's a free agent in the summer as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, no, some definitely good shouts. So I, I think we'll leave left wing because we've got obviously Royce and and Reina as well, and obviously then Wamanga Tuka or Campos, whoever comes in, can also play on that side. So yeah, and um, yeah, I think I think we'll leave that there now. But definitely some good shouts there, and and definitely options. It, Dortmund are going to have a lot of money to play around with, in my opinion, if the, especially the sales they make and the money. As we said, they'll have probably left over some money from from the previous transfer windows as well. So they'll have money to, to spare if they want to go and get another leftman as well. But we'll leave it for the now. We'll go into the strikers. I've got a couple of options down. Theo, you knew one of my options earlier. I was saying to you that I've got some exciting options. I remember you we were saying about like... Um, I was like, oh, players that are going to be interesting, exciting, that you might not have heard of. Lubasic was one of those players that I thought of earlier. Um, but, yeah, I mentioned a player earlier, and you were like, you're going to mention Pats and Daka. And that's exactly who I'm going to mention as one of the options. Pats and Daka from Salzburg. Oh, he's been having a fantastic season. Um, what a season he, he is having. Such a quick player, six foot. Um, he's 22. Um, very young player still. He's played 20 games this season, 23 goals. <sighs> in the Austrian Bundesliga and five assists. A very talented boy indeed. And I think you pick up two strikers um, this year. And I think he's definitely one of the strikers I would go for as as one of my options. Um, he says he's 18 million on transfer mark, a very um, easy fee. Um, I don't think he's that's expensive at all for, for the output he's producing. The competition you're going to have, obviously, Leipzig, I think, are going to be probably interested in his services, obviously, in the Red Bull um, kind of... The, the system, the Red Bull system. So they're going to have their eyes taking him uh, from Salzburg. But you look at his stats on who scored 2.3 shot, shots per game, um, is getting just under one key pass, um, is dribbling is really good as well. I think he's dribbling just just over a game uh, uh, in, in, in the Bundesliga. Um, so yeah, he's a, he's a really talented boy and has played in... in Europeans competitions of um, the Champions League and Europa League. So it's got that experience as well. The The other target is my number one, actually. I, I thought Daka was what, one of the options, but that's Daniel Malin from PSV Eindhoven. Daniel Malin is a, a really good player, um, also having a really good year in the Eredivisie. He's 22 as well. Um, very young player coming through the Arsenal Academy actually um, so I'm sure they'll they'll be annoyed that they didn't keep his services around uh, 28 games this season 17 goals and 7 assists it's not as tall as I thought I thought he was taller than Daka actually he's he's only 5'10 Marlon so he's he's a smaller player but is is a very quick player indeed um, and is ready for that move to a, a bigger club so I think Dortmund could definitely get him, him as well he's 27 million rated on transfer mark so a really good option so I think two options for strikers they're definitely two great shouts in that position uh, Ronan who have you got down for, for striker options so yeah I had Donny Malin as well mm-hmm. um, he's an outstanding player he's mm-hmm. got such promise um, the other ones I've got um, is uh, Arik Milik uh, at Napoli I mean I whether he I, I know he's not an out and out goal scorer I mean I was trying to think it's impossible to try and think of someone that's going to be able to replace Erling Holland. so um, I also came up with the suggestion of um, 
Mario Icardi. I know he might be a bit expensive, but because he's totally out of favour at PSG, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they would maybe take a bash, but they're not the ones that I, I would go for. Right, uh, they okay. were just suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I think you maybe haven't heard of him mm-hmm. is uh, Dusan Vlahovic at Fiorentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, yeah, I've heard of him. Heard he's of him. only 21. Um, and I, I remember seeing in the Serie A podcast, what, mm-hmm. uh, watch this space, this guy is going to be brilliant. He's been that good that he's been linked with uh, Liverpool and Man United this season and apparently wants away from Fiorentina this season. Mm. Uh, and as I said, he's only 21. He's a young player again. And he's got, uh, if I'm right, I think he's got, yeah, he's got 15 goals in 29 games this, this season. Uh, mm. So he's scoring in half his games. So I think he would be a good option for, mm. uh, for Dortmund. He's a similar type of player to Obviously not as good as Holland, but similar type of player. He, he, he's a good all-rounder. Um, so I think he would be one. And the other one that I went for is uh, another Altmar player. It's Myron Bordeaux. Yeah, I thought about Myron Bordeaux. I, I love Myron Bordeaux as well. Um, what a player he is. Uh, he's, he's, he's not had as a good season as Malin, so I went for Malin instead. Um, Boadu, I think he's had slightly less goals, so I went for the more experienced Malin. I think Boadu is ready for another step as well. He's, I think, 20 years old as well, so he's 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 getting to the stage where he probably needs to leave the Eredivisie. The Vlahovic, yeah, I've really, Vlahovic, I think he's, uh, yeah, looking at his record, what a record he's got in the Serie A, obviously doing it in a top division as well, so he's doing it in a really good division in the Serie A. Um, so, yeah, definitely could make that step. Theo, what do you make of those suggestions? Yeah, yeah, fantastic suggestions, um, as has been the theme. Um, Patson Dacker, I mean, you know, the guy's record's fantastic, but also shout out to his teammate as well um, mm-hmm. yeah. at Salzburg, um, Seku Koita. Yeah, Koita, yeah. Um, the guy's got 15 goals this season as mm-hmm. well, and I noticed that he scored, he scored a number in the Under-20 World Cup as well for Mali. Mm. So they've got some good talent there, which again... Yeah. You know, not to be cynical, but, you know, if you've got at least three, four strikers in the Austrian Bundesliga who have scored double figures, you question, is Patson Dacker having a great season or is, but, he, is he really going to be like But then it's obviously we said that about Haaland even. Haaland when we did, we did, of course, of course. Um, Daniel Malin, great shout. Um, I think there'll be a few players, few clubs sniffing sniffing after him. I'm not sure if Dortmund will get him. I like the the Boadu. I mean, you know, Dortmund are morphing into AZ Alkmaar, but but Boadu's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like that shout. And as well as the, the Vlahovic one, um, he's a good youngster and he's been playing in a very poor Fiorentina team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I think we have to look at that and I don't think we can we have to, to praise these players a lot more because it's very easy to play well in a team that's scoring goals. But when mm. your team's struggling, you really have to perform. Um, so any of those choices are great. Uh, I know yeah. what Ronan mentioned in the outset, um, Monsoir Martial. Um, so if no. you want to talk no, about... No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That, was just, that, that was just a joke. Get out, get out. In my opinion, I'd rather have Jimmy Neutron up front. Than <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Neutron up front. Oh, not Jimmy's mum. Like, uh, what was it? Car- was it Carl? He's always go Jimmy's mum. <laughs> oh, no. You could have Spartacus from Lazy Town as well. <laughs> oh my word we're getting we're getting off topic we're, i think we're coming towards the end of the podcast guys but yeah i think theo's uh, having one of those days again where he says random stuff that we always love. yeah sorry about that robbie ron 
<laughs> anyway, um, the the last player I'll give a, a, a shout out to. Um, we've given out a shout out to his brother as well as Max Eggerstein's brother, Johannes Eggerstein at Lask. He's doing really well as well. He's in the Austrian Bundesliga. Um, he's 22 years old, but I definitely think he'd be worth a shout as a third option. Um, a guy to come off the benches to, to bring a wee bit of um, game time to. He's got eight goals and five assists in, in his first season in the Austrian Bundesliga. Um, he's only on loan um, at the moment from Werder Bremen, but yeah, I think he could maybe bring him in um, as, as a number two option, but whether Werder would want to sell him, but yeah, he'd be a number two or three um, as, as an option. But Theo, I'll go to you. Um, instead of going for three options, we'll go for two um, out of the options, with me and Ronan said, who who would you say for for the two options? Uh, Pats and Daka and um, Mo Boadu. Mo Boadu, yeah. Pats and Daka and Mo Boadu. So we're taking. So unfortunately, AZ Altmar fans out there, we're taking three of your best players. Um, so yeah. I, I, yeah, I, but we're giving you sixty million. So you know, thanks yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. They they they're quite good because aren't they one of the clubs that are like kind of the, the almost the Billy Bean model kind of. I think they're yeah, one of those yeah. money ball, that, yeah, yeah, money ball kind of technique. So yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot sure. of clubs will be in for Cooper Miners this year, this yeah. season. I, I think yeah. I read the report again. Actually, it could just be um, speculation, but I read the report that. Uh, he's Liverpool's number one target to mm. replace Wijnaldum, mm-hmm. they're saying. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. Well, obviously, um, I think Dortmund can compete with Liverpool, especially if Liverpool aren't in the Champions League either. So that'll, that'll be interesting to see if they can get in there. And I think Dortmund maybe might be able to compete with them. Um, I, I remember suggesting them for a Man City, uh, the Man City episode, Dio, and you shot me down for it. Um, but that makes it, obviously, like it depends if you can make that step up. But um, for a team like Dortmund, I think he could do a real fine job, Coop Miner, so... It'll be interesting. Anyway, I'll go for the signings we, we're going to make for Dortmund as as the Dortmund board, of course we are. Um, but w- what we think the Dortmund board really should do. Um, so in goals, we've got Leverkovic and Kaka um, as our two goalkeepers coming in, Ditch and Berkey and Hitz. Um, at right back, Denzel Dumfries will be coming in from PSV Eindhoven. Um, and we've got also Tapsoba uh, coming from Leverkusen, taking another player from the Leverkusen team. Either Hinterrigger or Stark, they're good options. Obviously, they're, they're both... Good age, um, 27, 28. Um, they're both really good players. Feindal, uh, we're bringing in from, obviously, the one one of the players we're bringing in from AZ Alkmaar. Uh, Yves Basuma, we're going from, from Brighton. Um, and Lubasic as well, as coming in as a cheaper option as well. Um, and Coop Miners is also coming in from AZ Alkmaar, as we mentioned. As the, the attacking options, um, either Ocampos or Wang Mangatuka, um, they're really good options. I think Wang Mangatuka is more likely than Ocampos, but if Dortmund have got that money to spend, then Ocampos is a fine player indeed. Um, and as the strikers, we've got Pats and Daka uh, from uh, RB Salzburg and Myron Boadu also from AZ Alkmaar. So, yeah, guys, just an overall view of them signings. Do you think they're really good options for Dortmund, Theo? Yeah, fantastic options for Dortmund, and, and they should be players that will develop and, and eventually give Bayern a run for their money. Yeah, definitely. And and Ronan, if that some of them players lined up for Dortmund next season, um, how how excited would you be? Yeah, a lot of good suggestions there. Um, it's all down to the board who they they want. There's probably there's obviously suggestions we've made that the board probably won't even look at and there's yeah. probably ones that they've got that we've not even thought of so mm-hmm. um, it's just it's going to be an interesting season next season new manager a total revamp uh, selling your best players so 
it's either I think again it'll be another hit or miss season hopefully it's a hit even if we don't win the league we can hopefully Dortmund can do well uh, yeah. and show that they're better than what they've been this season Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it'd be a lot of players to bed in. So um, I would be happy if we competed for top four again, making sure that we're comfortably top four, not like competing, but comfortably top four and even challenging Bayern Munich to, to a degree. Um, I wouldn't say if we if we didn't win the league, I wouldn't be too disappointed, disheartened, um, because then I think in the next two, three seasons after that, I think we can really compete with, with this team because I think they'll be really expe- uh, experienced after that. The thing is, if Dortmund bring in these players, they need to realise that they need to keep these players. Um, after they build a squad, I think they need to build a squad, make sure they keep them. Maybe sell one or two for extra big money if, if a big team comes in, but don't sell your whole soul uh, away and make sure you try and keep these players set to the best of your abilities because I think, yeah, with this team, I think they could really win the league and, and even challenge in Europe even as well. Um so yeah, that's that's a great way to to wrap up today's pod on on Borussia Dortmund. I was really enjoyed this episode, and I don't know if you guys have enjoyed it as well. Theo, did you enjoy looking over Dortmund? Yeah, absolutely. It's been great. It's um, it, it's something that I think we've we're all quite enthusiastic about. Really, um, I think we've all got a soft spot for Dortmund. I know you think I don't, but I, I do. Uh, so yeah, no, I've I've, I've enjoyed it, and uh, I appreciate the listeners for listening to me. Yeah, from uh, yeah. especially those uh, who are listening in from from Virginia. Yeah, as well. No, it's a, a different parts of America people are listening from. So, yeah, thank you for to all those that are listening across the seas. Um, and, yeah, thank you to our, our, our guys in Britain as well. Um, obviously, we'll be bringing much more English content uh, from the English Premier League um, and also the lower leagues as well to the Championship and maybe a wee bit of League One as well. Um, so we'll be talking a, a, a range of topics, hopefully getting on some more guests and we'll be bringing new content. So, yeah, keep Keep looking out, keep your eyes out on Twitter um, and on our Instagram as well for all updates. Uh, make sure you follow that. Uh, Ronan, thank you as well for, for coming on the pod as well, mate. It was great to have you as well, man. Um, obviously a fellow Dortmund fan, so hopefully we see the, the success as fans um, we want to see. Um, so we, we really look forward to that. So yeah, thanks again for listening, guys, and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.